This podcast is sponsored by Kings of Fitness. If you can't train with us, train like us. Head over to www.kofhv.com and ask us about our remote training options. Use the Contact Us tab for questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Strength Matters Podcast. This is episode four. Uh, we are calling this one Best Effort Always, and we have a couple special guests with us. We have uh, some four-year, they've been with us for about four years, right, Lauren? Yeah. Four years, yeah. high school studs, Mike Blanchard, <laughs> J.J. Flacaveno, and Sal Crescenzo. So, and we've got to take it back before we get going on you guys. Episode three, we just finished and put out there, uh, that was training versus exercise with none other than James Kenny. If you haven't heard it, you can go back. You're going to want to go back and listen to that one. Yeah. He cuts Joe Panic off about 8,000 <laughs> times. However, you got to go back and listen to that one. James is great. Um, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the podcast on any forum that you're able to listen to. And then lastly, if you have any questions, please head over <clears throat> to www.kofhv.com. You can use the Contact Us tab and go right ahead and ask those questions. Now back to what we were talking about, this best effort always with these high school studs that I just mentioned. Um, I got Mike, JJ, and Sal here, so I'm going to pass the mic over to them. Sal, I'm going to start with you. Rana said you last, so we're going to start with you. Sal, give us a little bit. Uh, what school do you go to currently? Any plans for the future, what you plan on doing, and the sport that you play? So right now I'm going to Arlington High School. I'm a senior. Um, I play football, and... I'm looking to go to Marist to play football also. And He's major. lying already. He's not looking Tell to go to Marist. Sal. He just signed <laughs> to play it's football official. at Marist. It is official. That happened today, and that's February 19th, yes. probably around 3 p.m. Yes. Um, they have a nice little uh, signing day over there, and uh, Sal is one of those uh, Marist guys now. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. What position do you play? I'm playing center. And now, uh, oh, you'll be playing center at Marist? Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's really dope. Excellent. Um, uh, let's go, Mike. Mike, give it to me. Well, my name is Mike Blanchard, and I currently attend John Jay High School. I'm a senior, and I am committed to Ithaca College to play football and to major in uh, finance, and I play middle linebacker and D end. Nice. nice. Very nice. Congratulations Good. to you also. Thank JJ Flacaveno, my man sitting on the right. <laughs> Nobody can see that. <laughs> That's why I told him he's sitting on the <laughs> I go to Trinity Pauling. I play football. I'll be attending Milford Academy next year for a post-grad year to hopefully uh, open my options for football for the next year. Beautiful. All right. Um, now, when I got you guys in the gym, right, when you guys came to Kings of Fitness and you met Lauren and I for the first time, you were all freshmen, right? Yes, sir. Right. All freshmen. Okay. Um, however, you guys have been playing football together for a while. Yes, yeah. sir. How old were you guys when you started playing football together? Third grade. Yeah, years third, old, grade like eight. Eight. Third, third grade, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that first football team you guys played with? Southern so Dutchess Patriots. Okay. Yeah. All right. How did you, you guys uh, all, what positions, same positions? Or did you kind of grow into no, different yeah. positions? Linebacker and fullback. I played guard. Okay. We played guard, a little bit of center. All right. Who was the best one on the team at the time? Oh, J.J. Flackerman. <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah, that. that was definitely no, no doubt. It was definitely me. That's awesome. All star. <laughs> well, I love how you guys ended up at three different schools. You played together young. You ended up at three different schools, and then you kind of got back together um, walking through our doors. Um, how'd you find out about strength and conditioning outside of your schools? What was that about? J.J., go ahead. How'd I learn about yeah, King of Fitness? I actually learned from my good buddy sitting across and to the right of me, <laughs> Sal. Sal. Uh, Sal brought you in. Sal right. brought me in. All right, cool. Sal, who, who brought you in? Uh, Ryan Kowitz. Ryan Kowitz. Uh, All right. And uh, Kyle Vidalich brought me in. Kyle Vidalich <laughs> brought in Mike Blanchard. Well, I thank everybody who ended up... Word of mouth is powerful. Yeah. The word of mouth sure. is powerful, so we love that. Um, I wanted to take this moment, right, and then talk about some thank yous, right? Because one of those things that I find, especially with the young men that are sitting in front of me, they are very special individuals. Um, the talent level at the sport that they play is is high. But they bring some other characteristics, which we'll talk about a little bit later to the table. So who do you guys, and we'll start with Sal, who do you want to you know throw a shout-out, a thank-you to? Any major influential teachers, that coaches. kind of thing? Coaches. 
parents, that does. So go ahead, Sal. better thank your parents. I'd like to give a shout-out to my mom, Chantel, and my dad, Sal. Um, I'd also like to give a shout-out to my head coach, Coach, coach Mike Morano, my offensive line coach, Baisadi, and my defensive line coach, Coach Poval. Dope. Mike, it's all on you, man. <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. want to shout out my parents, my mom, Michelle, and my dad, Mike. And definitely, uh, I want to give a shout out to the whole John Jay staff for helping me out. And definitely you guys for Kyle and Lauren oh. for definitely helping me out, get through uh, high school help. Appreciate that. Thank you. I'd like to thank uh, both my moms, Melissa and Lauren, <laughs> uh, both my dads, Joe and Kyle. And then I'd like to give a shout-out to, uh, I would like to thank my head football coach, Coach uh, Nick LaFontaine, my uh, <clears throat> offensive line and defensive line coach, Kevin Richards. Okay. Any notable experiences with all these people you're all shouting out? Oh, Besides out? birth, because we know why Besides your parents birth. are important. I mean, your parents, you yeah. know, they kind of drove mm-hmm. you everywhere you had to go, all that fun stuff. Oh, definitely my dad after games, just giving okay. me, like, feedback. Even... Yeah. Even if I had a great game, there was always a butt that I was waiting for. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, he would tell me how great I did. But no sugarcoating. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely didn't like that back then. But now it kind of shaped me into who I am now. I'm gonna throw this out there because we've done it in every podcast. Your dad was in the military, wasn't he? Yeah, Yeah. he's giving me one of those uh, (laughs) AARs after action reviews because there's always something that goes well. Something to work. But there's always something to work on. That's everything in life, and you know, you guys can take that with you to the next levels, right? Um, there's always going to be something that you could do better. Mm-hmm. Right? So remember, Mike, you're never as bad on your worst day. You're never as good on your best day. That's a JJ quote right there. That is, I like that, it. That, that, that is that's <laughs> not a JJ quote. <laughs> that is a quote actually my dad said. Okay. All right. All right. We'll take that, Joe. Um, I want to ask you guys, strength and conditioning-wise, okay, um, you got into Kings of Fitness, uh, and we saw everybody bring you. Now, when you got into our system of training, which mm-hmm. it's just – I've said it before, it is years of putting together programming, right? So we've been at this, you know, I want to say since 2000, I've been training people since 2000, um, but we've been really, really at it to high school groups probably since 2012. Yeah. Okay. Um, But we had this idea where we could work on increasing force velocities by hitting these one rep max efforts. And we could work on increasing uh, the rate of force production of your muscles. And that is that speed work that we end up doing also into the programming. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that the school program, there is a school strength and conditioning program. I know it's a little bit different. But speaking about what you do specifically with our programming, how do you think that's benefited you in the football field? Uh, I'll start it off. Definitely just the uniqueness of every exercise. I mean, Ready for this? Mike Blancher, <laughs> what's your 40? What's that 40 time? I think right now, probably like a 4, 5, like 2. Okay. Yeah, so we're looking there. at a 4, 5, 2 now. During your season, mm-hmm. did you feel like you were running slower or faster than your opponents on the field? Oh, faster. Much 100%. Faster. Yeah, See, he's smirking. <laughs> smirking as I lead him into these questions. But the idea is that we can build these strengths and then and build these speeds, these velocities inside of you athletes mm-hmm. and then maintain it, if not make it even better while the sport is being played. Because I was watching JJ put some video up on social media and I'm watching JJ just laying kids out. It's like made me it made me proud. Like you have those moments <laughs> as a coach where you're like, Wow, I'm super proud. But at the same time, I felt bad for the kid. <laughs> like I'm watching the same kid just get laid down on the field. I'm like, it's football. I see every day in the gym. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> JJ, JJ is a physical force. JJ, what's your deadlift? Where are we deadlifting around right now? Around we go off of we base my deadlift my deadlift off of six forty right now. Six forty. Um, I got everybody at the table is seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about these numbers, these are all seventeen year old young men that are able to perform some of this stuff. Sal was doing a bench press today in the gym, and Lauren. What was Lauren, that weight on that bar? Three hundred sixty-five pounds. Okay. Three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> pounds, and Lauren was spotting him at hundred. How much did you weigh in in today? Where that bar was like, like that bar was more than three times your body weight. I was just praying to Jesus that you were going to lift it. <laughs> and he did lift it. So we did. We did. <laughs> Sometimes we need a little extra help there. But, um, Sal, any anything on the field of play that you felt was a lot better? Just by doing some of the extra work, right? Because the strength and conditioning that happens in our gym is actually extra work. Mm-hmm. They do do some stuff, like I said, in the high schools. And um, they try to have a very well-rounded program in the high schools. We try to pick up the slack. 
right? If there's something missing, we're going to try to come in and make it just a little bit better where we can. Sal, did anything help you out? Um, yeah, although, like, as Mike said, like, the uniqueness, but, like, also how it's, like, personalized to us and how you guys personalize it to, like, how, where we need to get better. Okay. So, say if it, like, my injury, so you guys change the, change the program program up. Thank you, JJ. Mm-hmm. For, for my knees when I after got my surgery to get me back to full full steam ahead and senior year got back not even having to wear a knee brace and just full 100%. What we like about Sal's injuries, and I hate to call it an injury because I'm going to say it was a potential injury. Yeah. Right? We did some things to make sure that Sal was going to be Mm -hmm. A-okay. One of those things that he's talking about specializing, we assess each and every individual athlete because Lauren hit me in the head with a bat in 2012 and said, we are not going to treat every athlete the same. Every athlete has a unique uh, strength, and they have, just as they have a unique strength, and we talked about with those AARs, they have unique weaknesses that must be met inside of the facility. So we try to look at those weaknesses if they're present, right? And we'll go find them through the assessments. And when we do find them, we give the accessory work. And that accessory work is the stuff that we're going to try to build you guys better. And, man, I hate this bigger, faster, stronger stuff. But at the same time, we're going to attack the stuff that could slow you down. Therefore, you know, making you better than the opponents and the people that you see on that field. Which, again, you know, that's the whole goal of it. Now... Um, we were able to, we don't always get to get out to some games, but we made it to one game this year. Whose game we make it to, Lauren? JJ's. We made it to JJ's. JJ had me out in the cold. It's the freezing cold. They play football in like 20 degree weather in New York, and I was not ready for that. No. I think I forgot about the wind chill. I forgot about the wind chill. The field was in a very, it was a very open field. Remember everything? Valley. They had a priest, you had a priest at that school, right? Yeah, he was Where's he from? Australia or something? He He had a very thick accent. I can, I actually cannot say where Father Lennox is from. All right, I know he's not. Well, he has a very. He might be from yeah. Canada. I think he's from. Canada. Yeah, he's from Canada. Yeah. Canada, Australia, yeah, Canada. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you. I was a chemistry like major. I was not a geography major. I was very impressed by their level of play. Oh yeah, you made those kids the the opposing team um, that we got to see on the field. And again, I'm so sorry, but. The Trinity Pauling team was just ready for the game. Yeah. And the offensive line was, was just not. giving the quarterback all sorts of time. And then the, the, there were just big plays all across the field. Your defense was unbelievable, I think, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I, was, I watched some guy hit a – he caught a one-handed interception. I, I snagged it out of the air. It was one of the most impressive things I've seen. got to see that in person. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, moving on a little bit here. The, um, the velocity-based training that we do, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking about some of that speed stuff, like with the bands, right? Yeah. Um, was our facility the first place where you were getting, like, that kind of band work, that concentrated band work? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. And then um, for speed work, because we're always looking for rate of force mm-hmm. production. So it's like we want muscles to grow, but we want them to be athletic muscles. Mm-hmm. So mass does not equal better. We just want the best of what your body's going to be. All of you young men have grown over the course of four years. I'm looking at uh, there's nobody. At, the only person at this table right now talking on this microphone under 200 pounds <laughs> is Lauren. <laughs> like I said, I'm 37. They're 17, but they are also bigger than me. Everybody at this table <laughs> is larger than me, which is pretty cool to see because it wasn't like this four years ago. It was not. No. Four years ago. Um, we could play these games. You got to put up some like, side by sides of these no, guys. I'm telling you, we, we should put up some pictures. We'll, we'll share pictures. Yeah. If you go on social media, if you check out uh, Kings of Fitness HV on Instagram, there's some underscores in between the words there, and um, and we'll put it in the show notes too, so you can just <laughs> click it. However, if you could check out Kings of Fitness HV, these guys are studs. So the all star stuff that they do in the gym, we always post video of it, so you get a lot of these massive deadlifts and great. Uh, power cleans and things like that that apply to the football realm. Um, again, getting trying to get back to that velocity training and the athletic benefits with the football field. The rate of force production. You guys have a very explosive sport that you play. How long is an average play? Like, how long do you feel like you're going for? Probably like seven seconds. Seven seconds. How long is the rest in between? 
45 seconds. So where I'm going with this is the reason why we like to say like one rep mm-hmm. or three reps and we do all that speed work. And now I'm going to give them a little <clears> education <throat> since they're sitting around the table. You're explosive on the sport. If I mat, if, if I look for 10 rep maxes or five rep maxes, I'm actually teaching your muscles to slow down. And I want to work the fast twitch fibers, which are your type 1 fibers. So we actually spent four years developing these type 1 fibers. And what makes me so proud of everything that you guys have been able to accomplish is that you're still going on healthy to play your sports further. I could not be a prouder coach, and mm-hmm. you know, me and Lauren are, or Lauren and I could not be prouder of how you guys tackled the program design. Okay, now something that we ask our graduating classes, these guys that are moving on to the next level, what training advice do you guys have for the younger guys? And I mean, this can go across any other sport; mm-hmm. doesn't just have to be football, but. You guys put in a ton of extra work, and I'm mm-hmm. saying the, the world should know you guys were in that gym four, five, six times a week on top of your already busy schedules. You mm-hmm. found ways to make it happen to spend at least 60 minutes with us going over stuff. What kind of advice would you give? I mean, it could be anything from the grades, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to circle back to that, go mm-hmm. to the yeah. grades thing, okay? Yeah. But um, advice for the young, for the youth. JJ, go. <laughs> JJ has a younger brother, Gio. We're about to get our claws in him, too. Yeah. But um, advice for somebody like Gio's coming up. What would you so, like, him? my advice for, like, young athletes is, like, get in a good weight room that fits you and, like, gets you bigger and stronger for your sport. Like, don't waste your time and go to a gym and not get better for your sport. That makes sense. Yeah. I can agree with that 100%. Because <laughs> also, if you're headed to extracurricular gyms, you're most definitely paying somebody for the work. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you better get what you pay for. Yeah, sure. yeah. I'd be mad at that, Mike. Yeah. Um, Mike is hot. It's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. For me, sometimes like when I come into the gym, I, I'm not feeling it. Like, and that happens. But you still got to put in all the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I come in like I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I come in, I'm not feeling it, but I give my 100 percent effort because I want to be better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, Beautiful, and that and that should transfer over into the classroom as well. It's just grades are so important nowadays, and obviously football has helped me into some colleges, but they wouldn't even have glanced at me mm-hmm. if it wasn't for my grades. Love it. So definitely, absolutely love yeah. it. Grades, go on, Sal. Let's hear it. All right, the younger so, Sal. You're, no, you got a little brother. Your little brother's gonna come up one day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What would you tell him? Um. So I'd say have a goal, have a mindset of what you want to do and always like never give up and do whatever you have to do to do it. And whenever you're in the gym, always give your hundred percent because if you don't, it's not going to come out the way that you want it to do. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> always like keep track of what you're eating and stuff like that because that can also like carry over to your lifting and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Farms on the field nutrition. You can check out podcast number two. Lauren was giving some nutrition tips, tips some, mm-hmm. some basic nutrition tips, and yeah. it can get a little bit um, more interesting as we discuss sports nutrition mm-hmm. because that's where we start talking about timing of energy sources or carbohydrates being a primary energy source, or if your games are going a little bit longer, maybe you want to talk about what the fats are doing in the mm-hmm. system, your recovery with the protein. Do I sound like I know something? A little bit. Well, I, I <laughs> Actually, Lauren, Lauren's the expert on nutrition. We so let she Lauren handle all this. She's going about this. No one listens yeah. to me speak about nutrition. <laughs> if they did, they'd know that yesterday for lunch I grilled a ribeye, and today I had uh, New York strip steak for two, but great. I was the two. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. Um, you ate we were, both of those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smoked them, too. I, I didn't want to, but... It just, yeah, it, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just came out pretty they were good. If you would have asked Kyle his diet two weeks, like two months ago, donuts, cookies. That's right. I was in yeah. bulking season. Wait, throw bulking. him under the Bulk, bus. Bulking season for 37 years. Listen, he has changed his ways. Um, I, I feel like I'm in a more mode now, right? This yeah. is 2020. I'm in the mode where it's you can do as I do. Right. Yeah. I, 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 the end of 2019 was more of a long do as I say <laughs> yes. but we're trying to rein that back in uh, Mike glanced on it a little bit um, but we're going to get really into it grades wise because mm-hmm. Joe when we had Joe Panic on 
he had done a lot where he spoke about how important it was for recruitment to have your grades mm-hmm. as high as you possibly can right. because it allows um, the universities, the colleges, it allows them an opportunity to offer more than just a sports scholarship. Right. So we got you know three gentlemen here that are really putting in work, the effort things, because one of you guys just spoke about effort. The effort that you put into the facility with us, the effort that you put in the classroom, the effort that you put on the field, I am a firm believer that that stuff is going to carry over and it's going to take you everywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be the best. Like being the best on the football field is cool, but you're going to realize that right. you know when the game, whenever the game ends for you, mm-hmm. you're still going to be the best at whatever you choose to do right. because you can apply what you've learned early. Yeah. That's why I love sports for kids in general mm-hmm. because it teaches them this hierarchy of, of how to do things. Um, Grades-wise, back to these grades-wise, uh, Sal said he's headed off to Maris, right? Simon Maris, headed mm-hmm. off to Maris. Um, you can tell me a little bit about your grades in high school. You're sitting there rocking out. You're 3.5, 3.7. Yeah, I'm at a 3.7 GPA right oh, now. I guess that. Yeah. I did not know that. I was just throwing it out there. And so you're telling me you play this game of football. Yeah. You apparently play it better than most, right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to be playing it at another level. And that three seven, how hard did that come? Was, are grades easy for you? Or are you finding yourself having to find time to study that kind of stuff? So every night I'll set like an hour of time to do my homework. So I'll always study to make sure that I know what I'm doing. And but sometimes it'll just come natural to me, so I won't have to study for that long. But like for math or for physics and stuff like that, which is like a factor ten class, so I'm taking pre-calc and physics. Okay. And um, I have to study a little bit and stay after school, but that's about it. And I just have to fight to keep those grades up for those two Good classes. For mm-hmm. Good for you. No, that's awesome. Now you're physics because you just mentioned you're in physics class. Mm-hmm. You know we're physics nerds in the facility. Do you see how in your general physics classes how that applies to the facility, the weight room, and what you're doing there? Yeah, it really does. So like one of the equations that we use that I see a lot in the weight room is. F net equals MA, so like the okay. force equals your mass times acceleration. Good job, good job. I'm I so like proud that. of it right now. John Bat <laughs> Johnny Bats is clapping his hands. <laughs> There's a slow clap going down in Queens as we speak because Sal just said force is equal to mass times acceleration, and that is the basically the first equation every you know I was taught, Lauren was taught yeah. the, the first equation every strength coach should really understand that we are trying to do something and this is what it's going to look like. Now we break down a little bit more than that, but at the same time, we're going to throw it over to Mike. Mike, your grades. Yeah. If you don't mind touching on those. <laughs> now, what are you I, doing in school? I'm doing pretty good. I have a 3.5. Okay. And uh, honestly, what, what I talk about is like, don't limit yourself in high school. Don't take the easy way out. Don't yep. take easy classes because it's just going to bite you in the butt later on in life, honestly. Exactly. Because I'm going to go into... Uh, Ithaca with, I think, f- like twelve credits, something like that. Oh, like my first amazing. semester is just about to yeah. be done with, yeah. just because, and I didn't even have to pay a single penny. That's mm-hmm. amazing for college classes in yeah. yeah high school. So don't limit yourself. Yeah, they might bring your grades down a little bit, a little bit because they're harder. But I'm practicing for or preparing myself for college classes. Mm-hmm. Love it because if you go throughout the day and all these easy classes like algebra two and all yeah. that, like yeah, it's. <laughs> It's easy, but when you come to college, it's not. It's not. It's not like that. Yeah. So, JJ is a little bit different because he's at a private school. So you guys are at the two. It's a public school system for you guys. JJ is at a all men's private school. Now, in the all men's private school, um, like I said before, we had made it out to one of JJ's games. I've had. um, I mean, everybody watches college football and. the NFL football, so we've seen different types of game speeds. I always said that the prep schools have, and the private schools, they have a system in place because they can, I don't know, are you allowed to recruit to get guys in there? Yes. Okay, so they're allowed to recruit, that's one, and then you have post-grads in that school as well. Yeah, we have post-graduates. So the level of play at the school can be, with you know decent recruits, mm-hmm. can be a bit faster, closer to what you would see in a college, and that's pretty much what was happening. Mm-hmm. Do you think the academics, yeah, do you think the academics at a school like that are similar to, and again, like the college atmosphere, now you've probably seen it being the senior that you are, mm-hmm. but the college stuff that you're seeing, do you feel like you're prepared for it? 
and then you're prepped going into it? Yeah, so, like, my school, like, our academics are based off of, like, we have classes that, we have some classes that are 15 minutes, and we have some classes that are hour and 10 minutes, and that's getting you ready for your college classes, because, like, you're going to have lab periods, you're going to have longer periods, and all of our classes are harder, to, so that way when you get to college, they'll be easier. And like, like that's that how we get mm-hmm. our classes set up. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking earlier in the podcast. If you remember when we just started, we were doing the interviews and the introductions. JJ is actually going to head off to another prep school for a post grad year to yes, give sir. him more opportunities um, playing in the college. You know, it'll be another year. I always say um, we'll get you something there because mm-hmm. at West Point we even had a West Point prep school yep. um, that I watched a lot of football players from our guy from our team come out of and do like just excel. Because there are two things that happened. One, they were better prepared for academics, but yeah. two, they were mature. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's always a viable option when it's put on the table. Mm-hmm. But again, in order to have some option like that put on the table, there's got to be some talent. And then the yeah, other thing sure. we were talking about was that effort, right? That effort mm-hmm. has to be there too. Um, there was what uh, Eric Cressy had a post up the other day that I really loved. And he had said, he had mentioned, Eric Cressy is now, I think he's head of strength and conditioning for the New York Yankees. Um, He had a post up and it said something along the lines Mm -hmm. of anything that you guys can do could end up creating an adaptation, right? So any program that you get into, if you do two things with it, could be beneficial. And the first thing was effort and the second thing was consistency. And it's crazy, crazy because when i read it i thought of you three i was like holy smokes you know this was four years of absolute effort absolute consistency Mm -hmm. um as an army guy i'm not opposed to having to get in somebody's ass if i have to hear it right Mm -hmm. and i mean as a coach sometimes you just got to grab somebody by the helmet and let them know what life is like Mm -hmm. can i say in four years i haven't had to do that to any Mm -hmm. of you no one at this table had to get a speech from me no, uh, the only thing I can honestly remember is, I remember it was one of my earlier, <laughs> it just came to me when you were talking about that. Honestly, it was, I think it was like the first year I was I was going there and I asked for extra work. I remember this and it was, I don't know what it was. It was, it was something crazy like usual, but back then I wasn't really, <laughs> it was, back then I wasn't really about like going hard like I am now because I, I was, I was maturing and I remember it was like. It was like a uh, sprints or something like that, and I, I didn't want to do it. So like you could, you saw I was like I was doing like half effort, and you told me just go home if you don't want to do it, just go home. Yeah, and and honestly, and I just I remember I went home after you said that, and I was like wow, like I it just changed my whole mindset honestly, and I and I came back the next day and never never well, I mean, passed it. Um, back in 2014, I was privileged enough and had an opportunity to assistant coach as a strength coach at Maris under uh, the strength coach at the time. His name was John Clancy. He's also a West Point grad. And he used to tell the athletes in the weight room, and then I adopted this too, um, as I've adopted so much. But um, he used to tell the athletes, half reps equal half results. Mm-hmm. And I believe it. Yeah. And it's like, but if you half anything, that's exactly what you're going to get. So you be in the classroom and half it, and you're going to get half the result. And it's not, so much can happen if you do more with what you have. Mm-hmm. So you guys, everybody at the table has God-given talent here. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, wasted talent is wasted talent. Yeah. How many times do we hear somebody say, I could have, would have, should have? Yeah. yeah. Right? So we ain't saying that here. And that's what, you know, that was one of those things that I've always wanted. Because in all honesty, and Lauren and I talk about this, in another, you know, beat on my chest proud moment, you guys are actually our first real group that we've taken freshmen mm-hmm. To graduation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the other kids that have made it to school and played mm-hmm. school ball, mm-hmm. right, we've been very proud of, yeah. but, you know, they're on their way. They were mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of it. They were, you know, they, they yeah, got, got what they were going to get. They were, like, get. juniors yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So we kind of refined mm-hmm. some stuff, but, you know, four years of a system. Mm-hmm. And as you saw it, the system is the system. Yeah. Monday and Tuesday, we were doing something. Mm-hmm. But that Monday and Tuesday, you probably only saw it you know, maybe once or twice in the 52 weeks. Yeah. And then, you know, we were hitting that speed work on Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah. yeah. And that repetition work on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, man. These guys love repetition work. <laughs> they love it. They absolutely love it. But that's like our recovery workout. Yeah, um, yeah a lot mm-hmm. of fun, right? Yeah. Um, that's burning. That's another one. You can thank Joe Panic yeah. for that one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. 
we designed, um, and it's one thing that we're looking at more, we're looking at these jump stretch bands. And with the jump stretch bands, there is a way that they talk about bringing a lot of blood flow to your ligaments and your mm-hmm. tendons, which then will allow your ligaments and tendons, and really the tendons, to absorb the most potential energy possible and turn it to kinetic energy, therefore allowing your first, and I love this, the first 300 milliseconds, something like that, to fire off concentrically better than the next guy. It's crazy. It's you're moving. You're actually, your body can move before. And this is like that explosive stuff mm-hmm. we're talking about. But I'm trying to get you guys to be that much more explosive than the guy you might line up across mm-hmm. from. Because I want you guys to win. <laughs> no matter what school you guys play. Yeah. Like, I think JJ's got to play West Point Prep next year. So yes, sir. I said, I'll show up to the game and I will burn a JJ jersey on the field. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is black and gold for light. <laughs> I'll support you, JJ. You have to Thanks. come to our game. You know it. Yeah, yeah we play each other. Oh, you do? Yeah, the yeah. JV, yeah, because Ithaca has like a JV team. Okay. So. Oh, damn. We'll be playing. Okay. I'm a, we'll be there. I, I, will, I will do uh, a little bit of Army-Navy maneuvering there, because usually, you know, the president shows up at Army-Navy yeah. game, vice president. Are you referring to yourself as? Well, no. <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> I exchange of prisoners at halftime. Oh. And then... Like again, whoever the honored guest is, and yeah. like I said, normally it's a there. politician. Yep. Yeah, that politician who's the honored guest sits on one side of the field mm-hmm. in the beginning, and at halftime changes to the side of the field, <laughs> and that is what I would do mm. for that game. Okay, you know? got it. I got you. You know, like okay. again, when uh, Sal and Mike were playing against each other, yeah, I would hear all of the friendly smack talk. <laughs> while white like they're like we're weightlifting and you hear the friendly smack Mike Mike used to write notes and leave it at the squat rack and he said just as you're seeing this as you read this note no I'm dancing in the end zone touchdown baby and then he would draw a, an actual fire and then he did it that was even worse and then it came out I think all, it was a, all was true stories was that a junior that yeah, was junior junior year. Year. Uh, that was junior year junior year Mike had that touchdown I did have to say I did warn them. I you warned there coming. was a warning. They, Sal, they Sal could have played corner. He would have stopped it, and he'll say that he the rest of his life. <laughs> Sal is quick. Sal's a big dude, but he's quick. Sal, how much do you weigh? I weigh 243. 243? <clears throat> Lightweight. That's, that's a lot. Well, JJ weighs... That's my the poor chair he's sitting in. <laughs> wow, three hundred five. Just wait, they're three. sharing that bench yeah. over there. Yeah, me and Mike are on the bench together. <laughs> my bench is sprouting. <laughs> and Mike, how much do you weigh right now? Two fifteen. Two fifteen. So, like I said, there's there's a lot of a lot of man in my my seventeen year old sitting on my chairs in here today. But um, no, lots of good stuff there. Um, <laughs> Now I want to get into the one thing that we've been very consistent about with podcasting is we talk about these character traits. Mm-hmm. We have actually been talking about them, you know, that, that best effort thing. Mm-hmm. Um, any character traits that you feel your parents have impressed on you or your coaches have impressed on you that have helped you be as successful as you are today? Um, yeah, definitely probably. It's, it's going to be like cliche, but uh, definitely hardworking. I mean... I just seen where like my parents have come from. Yep, it's 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 kind of crazy. Like my mom started her own business or whatever. But um, what, the other thing I kind of want to talk about is like I think we're very fortunate that we all got in the gym together. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we like pushed we, yeah we pushed yeah. each other like, oh, yeah. to crazy limits. I don't think Thanks. we would be as far as we are now we if it wasn't other. for that. Because, wow. Wow. Oh, man. I know. Did you pick up any of the books that any of the strength and conditioning books on my shelf? No. All right, because Louis Simmons always talks about this. Your your gym, mm-hmm. the facility is only good as good as the people you yeah. train with, mm-hmm. because iron does sharpen iron. Yeah. And I appreciate that so much because yeah. you guys really did. They did it in a healthy way because um, it's not bullying. I didn't ever. I will never allow that. Yeah. One, you know, Lauren will never. Let's be honest. Yeah. Lauren yeah. will never allow that to happen. Yeah. It could. It was borderline for Sal and JJ. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little nervous for everybody, but Lauren was able to, to quell that very easily. But, um, you know, it, it became very productive. Mm-hmm. Because even like I said, and, and we'll get back to some of that other stuff there about the traits, but when I first met Sal, Sal was a peanut. 
He was he wasn't two hundred forty six no. pounds. Mm. He was eight, and I mean the muscles that you carry around now and the speed at which you move. Sal was, and I'm not again. This is not bullying. I'm just being honest as a coach when I make mm-hmm. an evaluation. I say hey, where can we get better. So one of the things that I was telling Big Sal, his dad, you know, runs that fantastic. What's the name of the restaurant? He runs a fantastic restaurant. Tina's Go Pizza. Ahead and shout him out. Tina's Pizza. Where's it located? Give me an address. Route 55, 415 Manchester. There it is. So if you All want right. some fantastic pizza, you better go oh, see Big Sal. Yeah. Oh, oh, they do <laughs> have the best Italian combo yeah. I've ever had. And I'm telling you now, Sal is muscular, mm-hmm. and they got all that good food going. But um, what I was saying was, Sal came in, we did his assessment. We we're talking about how we can increase his speed. Um, Mike came in, we did his assessment. JJ came in and did his assessment. JJ and Mike had two very different assessments than Sal, where JJ and Mike were very coordinated at young mm-hmm. ages. They moved very well at young ages. And it was just something they were able to continue to grow. Sal grew into his body. You were like, I think you even hit the growth spurt probably like sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year, you, you walked in and we were like, whoa, mm-hmm. what happened in a week? <laughs> it was like you see the kid who's like five foot seven, five foot six, and all of a sudden now he's like, how tall are you now? Six foot one and a half. Six foot one and a half. And that means when he puts his shoes on, guys, six foot two. <laughs> You have to have some fun. Yeah. You really have to have some fun. Um, yeah. Sal, hit me off with some character traits. Um, so, as Mike said, I'd say that hard working is probably one of the most. Yep. And just being able to have that drive in you to be able to want to be better and just always pushing other people to be better. Yeah. And also not having to rely on other people to like give you credit. And just being able to like know that you're good enough for yourself, oh. and that you should want to exceed those limits than what you are. I feel like you studied for real. Like holy smokes, what a great answer, JJ. I'm sorry. I mean, got, I mean, I feel like that. I mean, I you feel can't like, say same. No, no, I feel like going off of what Sal said, like worrying about what people think of you. Yeah, like, that shouldn't matter at all. I don't it's think like, that has yeah. ever it's, mattered for you. Yeah, no, no it does not matter. Yeah, you just do whatever you want. I, I want to say like character I learned is from my good pal. Kyle over here. Yep, that's mm-hmm. me. Taught me to treat people how you want to be treated and always be nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can always be positive because that's the other thing is and um I was reading when um Sal, you had decided you had verbally committed to Maris at the time. Yeah. And you wrote a really nice post on your social media account. Mm-hmm. And in that social media account, you had thanked JJ, mm-hmm. right? You thanked JJ's dad. You thanked your dad. Um, you thanked your family, everybody, mom, and everybody got in there. But there was a thank you to JJ for all the time you guys spent together drilling. Mm-hmm. How miserable was it in those? And you could talk about it. How miserable was it drilling or was it fun? Was it just like, because you guys have the, you guys have a family relationship. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are like, they call each other cousins, but I think even in the last four years, they might even call each other brothers now. Yeah. Because because this was like one of those moments where JJ's pinning Sal's head to the floor, Sal's <laughs> kicking JJ in the leg. You know, I'm, I'm worried about a fight breaking out, but really, they they just <laughs> their relationship was so family. Um, when you guys were forced, and I mean it's not forced; it's like you wanted to do it, but you're you're drilling together, right? And you're doing this stuff, and you get ready because you guys went to camps together and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. How much fun did you have doing that? I had not. A lot of fun at all because I was just getting my head kicked in every single minute, except for sometimes when I'd run away and he couldn't catch me. That's about it. <laughs> put put those fast twitch explosive muscles to work. That never happened. He never ran away from me until this year. <laughs> Sorry, I ran around him. That's good. That's good. Probably not what you want to do in a drill, but I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. Um, except for when he faked it. When, when oh my god. That was the fun. Alright, so now you funny. gotta tell it. You put it right. out there, you gotta tell it. So we're running we're doing like board drills where you practice like like getting inside and driving. Okay. And Sal goes to do it to me. And as soon as he touches me, I just fall backwards. Like oh. didn't even like didn't give a single effort. Yeah. Like made it look so good, like Sal like completely destroyed me. Okay. <laughs> and my dad goes, What happened? I was like, Oh, I lost my footing. <laughs> and like completely believed me, but like Sal knew like deep down inside that like right. I just didn't try. <laughs> and, like, it was the funniest thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that, man. Um, Mike, when um, any camps out there that you went to where you felt like it was a great camp to go mm-hmm. to recruitment-wise, yeah. anything like that? What was the name of the camp or how did that camp run? Anything um, like that? Definitely probably um, 
Fordham with uh, they had like a joint camp with uh, Syracuse. Okay, definitely because some of these camps, like uh, example, like I went to a Rutgers camp and there was like six hundred kids there. Yeah. The kid, the coaches came; they already knew who they were going to scout. Yep, and that was it. Wasn't like I wouldn't really recommend going to the like those too big. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It was too big. Where even if you were showing out. Yeah. It was so hard to get noticed. Like yeah. like I like the coach asked for my name but nothing really came from it. Like they would talk to me a little bit, but that was about it. But okay. definitely the Fordham Syracuse because there was like two hundred kids there and if okay. you really showed out and played your hardest, they were definitely gonna notice you. Like okay. I was talking to Fordham for a while. Oh good. So yeah. yeah. Definitely the smaller camps. I any camp, JJ, that you liked in particular, recruiting-wise, that you would direct, say, like the high school athlete that wants to get into the recruiting game, yeah. something like that? I'd say Lawrence First and Goal is a really good camp. It's it's actually run by the Army head coach. And Jeff Munkin? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Yeah, he runs it. It's a... Uh, it goes towards I forgot what it cause it, it was. It goes to it goes to Lauren. It is made for her, and oh, it's yeah. for her cancer. I think it okay. is. Hmm. But all the every single penny is given to her and towards like trying to find a cure Beautiful. for whatever she has. And, like this is this is like a big camp. Like there was like probably there's like twelve hundred kids there. Okay, and there's probably but you have over like six hundred sixty colleges there. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have hmm. a lot of colleges. Like, there's a lot of college coaches. There's a lot of good athletes who go there. Do they run that out of West Point? No, it was actually it's run in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. And like, I think what school was it? I don't remember the school. No, I don't remember the school. And then, but I was like, with, like the mini camps. Like Mike said, like going to like I went to Georgia Southern. Okay. I went to that camp, and there was probably like maybe 150 kids in total there. Okay. And there was like 13 linemen. And when you're at a small camp and the coaches can actually watch you, mm-hmm. like that is your best bet because they can actually see who's doing what and who can actually play. For sure. uh-huh. I like that. Sal, you got any? Or you like that one? Yeah, I like that one. And um, <coughs> also just Marist. That one was a small camp, and I shined in that camp a lot. And there was probably about seven linemen altogether. Okay. And then there were... <coughs> Don't mind me as I'm coughing to death over here. <laughs> Sorry, Sal. It's all good. And there were probably about like nine, ten defensive linemen and stuff like that. And also, I'd say Monmouth. That one was sort of like a bigger camp. But like the way, like I also did shine through that. But I only got a name taken. I feel like that they were looking towards specific people. Okay. But obviously, so I. So won. school can contact you at what point in time? Let's. let's Put that out there. Um, when should? When do you think schools are? Or you guys went through it. When? Did, when are they? College coaches. Out? For the NCAA, technically, during your end of your junior year, okay, like going into senior year, okay. So I think it's like fourth quarter if you're in public school, and then my for me since I have trimesters, it was the third semester, okay. And now they can invite you to said camp, and then yeah. start mm-hmm. the recruitment process from there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Right. Excellent, yeah. excellent. And then um, let's really quick. For the parents, right? Maybe even some of the coaches that want to know more about what the process. Official visits, right? You guys went on some visits to yeah. schools and things like that. Um, going to the official visit, yeah. what was the, uh, what was the school? What was it like in terms of what does the coach? Because do, do you meet with the coach or you meet yeah. with like representative from the team? Mm-hmm. Do they show you around the school that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike. Oh uh, well, I went on to a official visit for Ithaca College okay. and. My dad, was, he thought we were just going to go in there and he was going to drop me off and I was going to go around and look at stuff. But honestly, it was completely different than what I suspected. It was, they brought us into classrooms. They showed us, like, teachers. They, it was, it was, it was honestly very thorough. Like, if an official visit doesn't show you much, then that's not. Okay. Because for me, education is a big thing. Yep. So when I went, they were showing us, like, even teachers, yeah. <laughs> Even teachers that were there, and like the teachers were giving us honest information, and yeah. all the coaches were just being completely upfront and everything. Well, I mean, you chose them, so they must have done the job <laughs> there. Uh-huh. Right? Exactly, yeah. Right. Sal, you went to, you had an official visit with Mary. Yeah. Who well, you ended up picking, too. How'd that go? Uh, it went great. So I got paired up with another offensive lineman. Okay. So uh, he toured me around the campus, and then we took pictures and stuff like that, and. After that, we all got 
I got together with the team. Yep. Most of some of the football team, and I just got to like sort of live what a college okay. student is like. Um, was it like overnight visits. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. An overnight visit. Any yeah. weight room activities with the football team? Um, I didn't get a chance to. Okay. Because it was in the morning. Okay. I had to leave in the morning, mm-hmm. so then because my time was up. So then after I left, they went into the weight room, but I got a chance to tour the weight room and, like, know sort of what they do. Yep. So the thing that I liked is that they prepare our protein shakes for us. Yep. To make sure that we get our our protein that we need and stuff like that. And after that, we go get breakfast. And then we also lift before we get all the protein and stuff like that. Yep. And then, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Mike, did you see any lifting? Uh yeah, they had uh they were testing when I was going down. Okay, like, so I, yeah, so I was just watching. It was kind of um. How did you feel? Because you know where you stack up because we test so often. Um, how do you feel where you stack up with where college is now? Right. Well, I went in there. I kind of I was like kind of nervous. I was like, oh wow, this might be like a completely new ball game. But yep. I honestly felt right in place. Like I could, I felt like I could have just if I had lifters and I was in my like. Ready to go uh-huh. I, I would have just jumped right in. I would have been. I think I honestly would have stacked up higher than most. I would have been above average yeah. usually. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, one of the things I was actually talking to my father about earlier today. Um, it's one of the gifts that investing in your child in a good program, right? Because I, I believe you got to work your butt off. Like the way the field is now, the way these athletes are coming out from all over the country and even now all over the world, how people are getting recruited, investing in your kids becomes huge. And that's what your parents did. They, they legitimately paid four years of training. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And here you guys are and you're paying them back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're paying them back in more way than one. Yeah. Yeah, because sure. all these guys are recruited athletes. And by mm-hmm. recruited, that means that there are scholarships yeah. on the line. That's why we were talking about the grades earlier, yeah. too. Because, And I think Joe did a really good job in mm-hmm. podcast number one explaining um, the recruitment process. He went for baseball, of course. But he was saying that um, with baseball, St. John's was his choice. Mm-hmm. He gets recruited. They come to him. They say, we have so many scholarships, and we can give you a partial scholarship for this, but we can make up the difference with academics. Did you find that being a similar case where they make up, they can do the academic thing because your grades are so good? Yeah. For D3, there isn't athletic scholarships per se. It's more like um, grants. So they gave me like half. And you don't have to say any numbers, but just. No, yeah. yeah. So, So they gave me half for uh athletic grant yeah and then i got another i got like a third for um academic and then i was able to apply to their leadership program yeah which i thank god i got into and then that paid off the rest of my school that is unbelievable Mm -hmm. holy smokes that's dope Mm -hmm. that is really dope so things like that we we always look for that kind of investment right we I, i always want you guys to be able to and i mean it's not just football it's our basketball players it's our volleyball players um our softball players or baseball players i really just want them to be able to go and play the sport as long as they want to because the other thing that nobody mentioned and i'm gonna maybe somebody did these guys love football. Mm-hmm. Like they sure. love it. They breathe it. Like for some reason, I am in fantasy football leagues, and then I have to go to them for help because they they understand the game way better than I do. But it becomes down, you know, it comes down to they they live it, they breathe it, they eat it, they sleep it. Yeah. It's amazing. So for you guys to continue on in this path is is absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Or actually, it is believable. You worked hard for it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's earned. And that's the other thing that I'll touch on real quick. This was not given to you. No. No. (laughs) This was not an overnight success, as we were saying with Sal. Sal came in a little bit different, right? This is not an overnight success. This was not like Sal or Mike or JJ were going to be here without the work that they put in. And this is the tip of the iceberg. There's more work. Mm -hmm. There's even more work. Yeah, but I look forward to that, honestly. Exactly. And even that, that was maturing over the four years of high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's amazing. Because yeah. we started this group. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. Again, I'm not mentioning names. Yeah. But when the original group started, there were a lot of freshmen that yeah. were playing football at the time mm-hmm. that were with you guys. Yeah. I want to say there was like 12 of us. Yeah. yeah. A lot of us. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say that you three were the most consistent. Yeah. You three gave effort. But, I mean, the consistency really was the difference there is, is, is getting you guys in and 
seeing the work. So I love that. Absolutely mm-hmm. love that. Um, let's start, you know we're gonna wrap this up because we're getting close to the hour at the fifty minute mark, and I know uh, um, that I wanted to talk real quick about future goals. I want to know about your future goals for mm-hmm. football. Give it to me, JJ. My future goal is hopefully uh, earn a Division One scholarship so I can uh, play football and uh, become a chiropractor when I'm older. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. I don't know what that sound was. What was that? It's calling mom. Oh, your, your phone was calling your mother? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Melissa, you already got a shout-out early in the podcast. You didn't have to jump in now. Holy smokes. Um, Education-wise, so you threw that in there with me and the chiropractor, so I love that. So movement yeah. science. I mean, you've been following it now for about uh, four years. Yep. So, He's our intern. Oh, yeah. He, I, intern. I, I, we should say that. that he, JJ helps out a tremendous amount. He does. Um, Mike, let's go. Um, Future goals. Well... Uh, my future goal is definitely a full scholarship, which I achieved, which is great. Yep, love that. Um, uh, let me think. <laughs> um, definitely, I'm going to go into finance, and ultimately, I definitely want to be an All-American football player. Love that. And I definitely want to uh, take over my mom's business after. Okay. All right. Yeah. Got some time for that. Yeah. All right. At least another four years to decide on that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's great. Sal. So the one goal that I already achieved is being able to get a scholarship to a Division One football school. Love it. And that's Maris, like I said before. And my goal is to be able to start as just a full game. Love that. As a center or offensive guard. And I'm going to study and major in criminal justice. And I'm also going to try and get my pilot's license to add on to that. Oh, oh man. Oh, you got your mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> We're going on our first trip, Hawaii. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Don't forget about ourselves. Check, check the gas gauges on yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, Lauren, anything to add on that? No. Well, I got something to add. All right. Go ahead. If you guys are enjoying these podcasts, because now we're oh. at episode four. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please, 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 please rate, um, like, subscribe, okay, you know, on all platforms. Love mm-hmm. that, okay? Um, I want to thank everybody who has already done it because we have some good ratings going out on um, iTunes, I saw. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even if you don't like it and you throw us a rating and you don't like us, I appreciate the fact that you took the time to even listen to what we have to say because we are trying, we're going to try our best to promote positive messages and get some information out to the masses, right? Because, again, we, we are in one area of the world, but this message can go out to everyone. The characteristics from a major league baseball player, from the corrections officer, from my, my, my future college football players, it's all been the same thing. That effort, that consistency, that determination, there has nothing been but hard work in all of these podcasts. And I know I said it before because I shouted out Lindsey Van Zandt. I said to Lindsay, I said, Lindsay, you are the next podcast. And then she got jumped. She got bumped. She got jumped. But it's just scheduling and things like that. Lindsay is actually the next podcast she's going to be on. And you're not going to, I, I doubt you'll hear anything. The hard work is there. Mm-hmm. The effort is there. So you'll see that as a common theme that runs through everything we do podcasting. Um, we plan to release every week mm-hmm. you should get at least one podcast out every week that you'll get to hear our voices and you'll have a chance to rate subscribe and like uh, and then um, again thank you everybody who's taking the time to listen and I think our uh, dog is starting to snore I put him to sleep oh that is the, 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 dog, the dog is asleep holy smokes I should have let Sal keep talking he, was he, he heard Sal talking about Tina's restaurant and he stayed awake alright guys thank you so much for listening and gentlemen thank you so much for your time thank you, you. I appreciate it alright um, let's get after it <laughs>